Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Let's see who else is here. Time for the Suckage Roll Call. Grobber. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. That's good. That really sucks, Trash Panda. Boy, you go away for a while, you go to Denver. No, here's, here's the problem. We got Rocky here's... Mountain High, and then you come back, and I ask for Grobber, and you give me Cooper. No, no, here's the problem. The way these things are set up on the hockey page that I made, like, last year, they're not in order. So that's on the other guys, not me. That's what I'm going to say. Wow, I confess, he did it. Wow, just, you red asses. This is redder early than I've ever heard it before. All right, here's Grobber. Here's Grobber. It sucks, and it freebases. And we already heard Don Cooper. Do we need to hear it again? What what, what makes it work for you? In a Here's Don Cooper. Here's Don totally Cooper. If I think up. something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. How about Jake Arrieta? Is he here? This sucks. Really, it does. Yes, it does. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Yeah, sure. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Yeah, boy, don't you know that. Eloy! Hey, you guys are not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. And when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the SOC team. Toby! Oh, my God, this sucks! Yes, it certainly does. Random Bears fan. It's a friendly 
Boy, that's going to carry on through administrations and generations. Terry Moores! Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. How long is that list? Liam Hendricks. I wouldn't say seeking perfection. It's just mainly trying not to suck. Good idea. Julie Swika. Man, that sucks. Wilson Contreras. Losing, losing suck. I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say. <laughs> George Went. We had fun, uh, but there you go. I sucked. <laughs> Garth Algar. Turn it off, man. Turn it off. It's sucking my will to live. Yeah, that's the Bears doing it to you. Steve Dahl. Disco sucks. Disco sucks. Candace Parker. Um, I mean, it sucks. Trash Panda. Yeah, this show sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Boy, did you fit right in. Are you coming back from... So you were in Denver. You've been gone all Cub season, and then you were in Denver, so it was Rocky Mountain High and all that. You come back, and you immediately put the suck in Saturday suck. That's what, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yep. Well, like I say, we suck so you don't have to. We're doing that for you. It's a public service. We live for that. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Our phone number at the score, 312-644-6767. That'll get you to our listener line powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit the BetQL.com site. That number, 312-644-6767, also gets you to the score's tech zone. The Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. Bears Mondays on this Saturday. I'm updating you, but it was a Friday. Whenever they are, they are presented by Horizon Therapeutics. And boy, was that a thing. And this score broadcast announcement, mark it down. Join Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody, two Saturday suckageers. They will join together for a Miller Lite Top Draft show on Tuesday at Broken Barrel. That's located at 2485 Southport Avenue from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. While you're enjoying the broadcast, enter for your chance to win future Bears tickets and other great prizes. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Boy, is it Miller time when you're watching the Bears. Even if you don't watch them, it's Miller time. We, we knew they'd suck. They were supposed to suck in a lot of ways. They were built to suck. And then when they suck, it's awful. It's, it's frustrating. It, it makes you angry. It's unprofessional in some ways. It, they look uncoached. The coaches look uneducated. And I know that's what we go through in sort of rebuilding. And in a year that's built around... Can the quarterback play quarterback in the NFL? And the answer right now is no, he cannot. He's not shown it. The answer right now is that when Fields said, when Justin Fields says he's tired of being almost there, he's not there. He's not close, not at all. And being almost there would be a step up for him. First of all, I keep coming back to this hat trick of death for a career. He went to Ohio State. He was chosen by Ryan Pace. He plays for the Bears. Nobody overcomes all three career-killing. Nobody checks all three career-killing boxes. And so he's going to get the Cutler excuses. So much of it is his fault. Same as Cutler. 
You know, we talked about the offensive line, the receivers, get them this, tight end, do this, call plays, get them, roll them out, do all this. And there's some semblance of logic to that. And you know what? I'll give Justin Fields this. Pettis has interfered with in the end zone. Should have been first and goal. Brutal long call. Just brutal. Should have been called Shit. Exactly. He's allowed to catch the ball, Trash Panda. And that would have changed the narrative. Justin Fields would have been a hero. We would have been talking about how good he was at quarterbacking one pathetic team against another pathetic team. And both teams are fighting for the top one of a one of the many top will be fighting for a top five pick. And we would have found positives and greatness for a week and a half and sung his hosannas. Look what he overcame came, all the bad whiteouts, no tight ends, and a rolling tollway of an offensive line. And here comes all right. But now here comes Bill Belichick, who is schooled more than enough college quarterbacks exposed as ill-equipped for the NFL, which is what you have here. Because if you look at what happened, they get down inside the five three times. This would be a chance for Justin Fields and his apologists, or just the observers, to say, okay, what do we see here? What can we get? Where's the hope? Well... First one hit a lineman in the face. He tried to throw it so hard into a window, which he can't do. He never throws into a window very well. He can't throw a receiver open in the NFL. He threw it into a lineman's face, and it went for an interception. So then he tried the opposite tact, and he tried to put some touch on the ball. He couldn't put touch on the ball. Ryan Griffin's wide open, and the pass sailed out, sailed over his head, sailed everywhere but into his hands, when an NFL quarterback would have made that throw. And then, I don't know, is he allowed to to audible? Just run the hell to the pylon. When you get there the third time, run the hell to the pylon. He's calling, he's running every play like they call it. He might see something different. We don't know what he sees. But the red zone was a mess. And then then adding to the the Cutler-like excuses, Fields is pressured 18 times. Thursday night, this is according to ESPN stats, tied for the most in his career. He's been pressured now on 46% of his dropbacks this season, the highest rate of a quarterback in the first six games of a season since ESPN began tracking pressures in 2009. So this is the worst pressure a quarterback seen. He does it to himself. That's the problem. He holds on to the ball too long. He can't anticipate an open receiver. He can't throw a receiver open. He's got to have that guy open already, and by then it's too late. And he's shown you, well, I'm going to fire into his window. Well, he fires into a lineman's face. Okay, here's a chance for touch. Here's the touch. Ooh, it touched the ground way over the the tight end's head. I'm not going to allow the excuse. You can make excuses for him, and I would believe some of them. I heard it all with Jay Cutler, and it turned out that the excuses for the quarterback should have started with the quarterback. That's where you have to start with Justin Fields. He's ill-equipped to play in the NFL now. It's fine. Still got the rest of the season. Team around him is not good, and and they've proven it. So when he talked about it, he sounded really down. Even football-y football coach Matt Eberflus saw it, noticed it, heard it. So he had a eyes clear, hearts full, can't lose, sit down with Justin Fields. And then he met with the media on Friday. 
to explain that he, we all have frustrations. It's a reset. Go take your time off. Look how you can improve and do all that. And Eberflus also mentioned something that will be vital to any hope the Bears have, any hope Justin Fields has, of looking like an actual NFL quarterback that might win a game, that could win a game, that a team could win because of, not, not win in spite of. So here's what Eberflus said about what the coaching staff are going to do this weekend before the players come back during this mini break that they have. That's all-encompassing. It's everybody. It's not just one person. You know, there's everybody needs to be evaluated at this point. And how we're going to get better is it, by evaluation, right? And again, this is I go back to what I always say, and it's the player and the coach, and the coach and the player are a partnership. You know, they have to do it together, right? So if it's Braxton Jones or Justin Fields or, or Kyler Gordon or Brisker, whoever that is with his position coach, they're in partnership to improve. And our job as coaches is to improve the players, number one. And we're never pointing fingers right? Because it's a partnership. We'd be pointing the finger at ourselves. So we got to make sure that we are doing things to improve each guy. That's a, that's a true thing. Very football-y thing that he said there. And they, the players and coaches have to have some kind of, some kind of synergy. Like you, this is what I need you to do. The coach says the player goes out and does it. However, at some point the player is going to say, are you doing, are you doing right by me? Are they putting Justin Fields in the best position to succeed? At right offense, right scheme, right calls, right. Trent Dilfer, who is just a revelation. Trent Dilfer was on Parkins and Spiegel on Friday. He's a regular weekly visitor. We will replay that interview in its entirety later in the show. Because Trent Dilfer is just terrific insight. And Danny and Matt... Parkins and Spiegel bring out so much in him and then let him go. But here's what Dilfer had to say during his weekly visit about fields in a drop-back scheme. I don't think you can even have a scheme. Like, I don't think you can have a drop-back scheme. Kurt's a drop-back guy. Like, he's one of the greatest of all time, and he learned from one of the greatest of all time in Mike Martz. Like, it's hard to have a drop-back scheme when you can't protect. Like, I, I can drop a million passes that'll get people open, but if you can't protect them, like it's not even worth having in your playbook. So they, like we talked about last week, they've kind of just reduced themselves to run, run action, movement, and what I would call spits, where you just spit the ball kind of out to the perimeter and their glorified runs. Um, if Kurt's critical of that, I'm sure he's looking for more like drop back scheme. Okay. Okay. Receivers, receivers. I, I know I like Mooney. I really do like Mooney. I think he's got a chance to be a good player. The rest are just jags just a guy uh mooney's got a chance to be a really good player i i hate that he didn't finish the catch on the last play of the game that i you can hate it all you want trent but he showed you who he is that's not a number one receiver and to think he was a guy that justin fields worked out with all offseason but the kurt he was talking about was kurt warner kurt warner had some criticisms of him trent dilfer picked up on that and talking about you can't have a drop back scheme and every time you put a guy like Justin Fields seemingly doing something he's not capable of doing, I have this, this nightmare. We saw this with Mitch Trubisky being forced into a place he can't play quarterback. I don't know 
I don't know why offensive coordinators do that. Is this the way you think a guy has to get better? Is this the only way he can play? Are you trying to win games this year? Or is it, like we said, just about Justin Fields getting better? But how's he going to get better if he's just going to get beat up? You know he doesn't release the ball quickly. You know he doesn't take the five-yard. Just just take the five yards, the spit play that Dilfer was talking about. Guess he talked about it the week before. Just take the open check down. Not everything's going to be there. And the reason Justin Fields gets hit so hard, again, the offensive line is not the best. Justin Fields is his own worst enemy. Whatever the coaches look at, and when they evaluate the players, here's three, three things you can do better. Here's three things that, that you're doing well. What Justin Fields has to do is get rid of the ball. But he can't get rid of the ball if he doesn't know what a receiver looks like in the NFL, an open receiver looks like. Justin Fields holds on to the ball. Every defensive lineman knows they have a chance to get a sack. They're going to make buck. They're going to make money. They're going to get there. Justin Fields lets them get there. Justin Fields makes himself a target because he holds on to the ball because he can't throw a receiver open. He's every bad habit an NFL quarterback could have. He's not fumbling as much as he did last year because last year he was just a turnover ATM. But the interceptions are everyone causes a shiver. You go, oh, my, here we go again. Here he is again. Justin Fields needs to get rid of the ball take the check down, know what it looks like to get rid of the ball. And I said it last week, I'll say it again. Show him Bill Walsh and Joe Montana and and Roger Craig and just take the five yards. But you got to get rid of the ball. If you get rid of the ball quickly, if you throw it in two seconds, there's my guy, bang. And he's already looking down his first receiver. Washington, out of the Washington locker room, if you read, you read Brad Biggs's 10 thoughts on the Bears game. Guys on Washington said, yeah, we knew, we knew what he was going to do. He looked, if, if he didn't find his first read, he was going to pull the ball down and run. And when he didn't run, he was waiting for his first read to come open and way open. He couldn't throw his first read open. He didn't know what he looked like, what that looked like in the NFL, what that open read looks like. And so he got sacked and he got hit and he got pounded. If you throw the ball in two seconds, Defensive linemen have no chance. They are reduced. They submit. They are reduced to just throwing up there. They take a step, they put their hands up and hope to knock it down because they know they're not going to sack the quarterback because the quarterback's going to get rid of it. And when you have them submit and they all take that step and they throw their hands up, then suddenly you can stand back there and hold the ball and you can think touchdown instead of check down because you're going to have more time because the defensive line has submitted and they've already, they, they believe, they've devolved into, we can only put our hands up. He's getting rid of the ball too fast. We got no chance at him. Everybody talks about Justin Fields taking a beating. Justin Fields is bringing it on himself. I don't know what else they got to work on this week. They got a lot. And when they come back next week, but if he can't get rid of the ball, he's not going to survive in the NFL. And he's, he's offensive lineman. he got to be screaming mad at him. Dude, throw it. Dude, throw it. I know we're not great. Help us out. Have our back. Throw the ball. All right. I'm frustrated. I, I, this is not the weekly referendum on whether he can play or not. 
It's a affirmation that he cannot play right now. It's not that he won't be able to play later. He cannot play right now. There are ways to make him better. He can make himself better. And it's not deep breathing. By the way, Trash Panda, did you see the meme? Did you see the meme already? You saw this the deep breathing on the sideline? Oh, yeah. You saw yeah. the deep breathing, right? Oh, of course. So my, my friend, I saw the deep breathing. My friend, Joey Ice, the frozen guy from my Trader Joe's show, says, hey, look at this. And the meme is the deep breath, hold it. It's from the sideline. And then at the bottom, there's this Muppet-like character scooting across, looking up weirdly at him, strangely, curiously, what are you doing? And that was that. So it has become a meme. That's where you are. There's your Bears quarterback. There's your quarterback for your illustrious Chicago, your founding franchise. What's this? So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I I'm not here for the 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 making fun of him for breathing because it's a legitimate technique and he's trying to get better. Like I'm not here I for understand. that. You know. I, like, that's, I that, understand. That bugs you don't have people, to be. When, you know. You don't have to be. You don't have to watch the meme. I'm letting you know it's out there. I know that, it's I know it. it's a meme and the meme is one thing. But I'm just saying like anyone that's making fun of him for doing that, not here for it. Okay. Then don't. You are here for Studzinski and Meatballs, right? Because you crapped out on us last week. I didn't crap out on this. you. I, I I made sure to put stuff about the Vikings in the one before that because I knew I was gonna be on vacation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you love I told you love I Chicago who was producing last week. I told them they could have called me. I was available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have a live version of Studzinski and Meatballs. As frustrated as I am, I cannot wait to hear what you sound like. We do that next? Can we do that next, Trash Band Up? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, I, I just, do we need Alice to say go? I mean, I just want to make sure that we check all the boxes and we get all the, all the waivers signed. Alice is waiting for this, sweet Alice? I think so, probably. Okay, well, that's good. Let's, let's have her son air it out. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Trash Panda. Next is Studzinski and Meatballs on Saturday Suckage because, of course, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Saturday Suckage presents... Dudzinski and Meatballs. Sit back and listen as the score's number one Bears fan, Adam Studzinski, unleashes his inner meatball. Well done. Look at that. Russ Matera, Adam Studzinski, Trash Panda, look at you. Getting it open, getting it played, getting it made. Sounding important. Can't Russ make everyone sound important? Doesn't he do an excellent job of that? He's the best at it. I don't, and, 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 you know, he even went the extra mile for me in that, putting the little echo in there. He didn't have to do that. It was beautiful. No, he didn't. He didn't. You got the echo. All right. So we do have Studzinski and Meatballs. It is time for that after the loss to the Washington Commanders, a team that came in one and four and <clears throat> was fighting for the same kind of top five draft pick the Bears were. So here is Adam Studzinski with this week's edition of Studzinski and Meatballs. Yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? How we doing? So uh, I got to make sure to keep it clean this week because I don't have the ability to record and then edit, and this is all live, although we do have the delay button, but I think Mitch will be pretty pissed if I go ahead and swear. So I'll keep it clean. Anyway, welcome in. We already had a game this week, guys. It sucked. It was brutal. And I know I feel your pain. I really do. I feel I feel the pain every single week. And I'm not even mad about them losing. I'm not even overly mad about the way that they lost. They suck. We just got to get used to it. Like this show, the Bears suck. We have to get used to them losing in sucky ways. That's how this season's going to be. Even with Justin Fields, it's going to be up and down all year. We're going to get parts that we had against the Vikings. And then we're going to get games like we had against Washington, which is going to, even in that game, it was up and down and all over the place and extremely uneven. So we got to get used to that. And that's going to be difficult. I understand that. The thing that I am most angry about is while the bears continue to suck, please God, stop putting them in prime time because I'm so sick of watching them lose in that way in an Island game and having the rest of the nation join in our embarrassment that we have to watch every single week. So until they're good, can we please stop with this? I know that every single team has to play these 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 night games. Everyone's got to play on a Thursday game. I say get rid of that, and especially with the exception 
of Washington and the Bears because both these teams suck and no one wants to watch them. We have to watch them because it's our job and it's our lot in life and we're Bears fans and that's what we do. But we shouldn't subject the rest of the nation to our pain. So I think that's all I got this week. I'm rooting for you guys. We're all in this together. And as always, Bear Down. Rosie, what's up? We The Bears suck, so the rest of the nation doesn't have to. Exactly. You see how this translates? This is the transitive pro- property. Um, I I want to ask you, Trash Panda, do you know what the Bears' next game is and where and who and what day? Uh, yeah, it's on a Monday night next week against the pa- Patriots. How are you feeling about that? Eh. Another pantsing? Indifferent. I know. Indifferent. You know, so look, you here's the, here's know the thing. Here's the thing. Like, no Belichick against an ill-equipped NFL as, quarterback. As I just said, as I just said, I am used to them losing. This, that's that. I'm not worried about that. If they can lose by 30 points, and it's still not going to be as bad as them getting pants by Aaron Rodgers. It, well, what did he put up? 40 points and a half in 2014. But, yeah. You know, it's not going to yeah. be that bad. So whatever. I, all I care about, you, all we should care about is like, what we really should be looking at is what the coaching staff is able to do in the next 11 days, how they're able to adjust. Cause this is essentially a buy. It's only three, three days short of a full buy, right? 11 days. Yep. So this is essentially another buy. So we should really be closely looking at how the coaching staff adjusts to what they have on the roster. Are they going to adjust the offensive line? What Luke gets, is able to do with Justin Fields. And obviously, Bill Belichick is going to have a. I mean, his game plan is just going to be blitz. That's what it should be. Just blitz, do exactly what the Giants did, and just blitz the hell out of Justin Fields. So now, how are they going to adjust to that? Right, the self scouting is going to be. That's something that Matt Nagy was terrible at. So if we can at least see progress from the coaching staff and self scouting, even even Luke Getze, where you know something that we talked about all day yesterday, or at least part of the day yesterday, was how they had a ton of a lot of rollouts. It seemed like in the first half, a lot of pocket movement, I'll say not direct rollouts in the first half. And they kind of went away from that in the second half. And that was, that was frustrating because like Trent Dilfer was saying, Justin Fields is not ready to be a straight drop back quarterback. Eventually he might be able to get there. You get better offensive line. He gets better at, at processing the defense. As you were talking about, gets better at recognizing NFL open. He's not ready to do all that stuff yet. And so you have to adjust more to him rather than just flashes here and there. Make more of your offense that. You know what's frustrating about what you brought up? You, the, the rollouts, the boots, the, the get them on the run, give them options, that kind of stuff. We were, and then it disappeared. We were thrilled. The way Getsy was talking, where he was coming from, the way the offense seemed, when he, got, when he came on, when he got hired, and hearing what Justin Fields said about they're listening to me. They want to play to what I do right, what I do best. And then they then it, they go away from it. What he does best, what he could do best, is, not, is something, like you said, you need to keep hammering away at. Keep doing that. Because eventually you're going to buy time. If, if he's successful running on the run, if he's successful moving the pocket, then he makes defenses change. Then you could drop him back and he'll have more time to see whatever he can see, process whatever he can process, and hopefully improve on all of that. And, and that's but, the thing that I've – a working theory of mine here, Rosie, is the 
it's almost as if the coaching staff is giving him the little bits of we know you can do this well while also throwing him the fire of this is where you need to be. And I think that that's I, I guess we'll see how it works out. I would rather see them be doing that in practice in the offseason in the preseason and during the actual games say, all right, let's. Let's go, let's not do as much of that, especially as much as they did in the second half. So, for instance, on inside the five yard line, last series of the game on Thursday, it was four straight dropbacks, not necessarily dropbacks, four plays from the shotgun, no pocket movement, no rollouts, no any kind of play action. And not that I'm suggesting they necessarily should have ran the ball in that situation because there's what forty five seconds left when they got down there, they had no timeouts, but no kind of rollout or anything to get him on the move and give him the option to run the ball in. I thought that was kind of frustrating. Now, I know he threw two good balls that should have been caught and they should have won the game, but hindsight's twenty twenty. get him on the move a little bit inside the five, you know? You know what? The, the hear, Hearing Richard Sherman just go off of run the ball. That guy's the best runner on the team. Run the ball. Give him a chance. And that's true. And another thing about the P.I. call, and it was P.I. against Pettis, crappy teams don't get those calls. No well, more than Washington got two bogus calls earlier in the game then? I'm just, maybe they're not as crappy as the Bears. They're not as embarrassing as the Bears. I, I'm just telling you, it's not. that Crappy teams aren't going to get the benefit of the call. They're not going to. Referees, obviously referees don't I don't, don't think care. it's necessarily that. I think it's, I think it's that the officiating is just so inconsistent in the NFL. You you have that's, a game. That's a true thing. You have a game it, earlier in the game. You have two calls that I think the Jalen Johnson one you can kind of go both ways. The Kyler Gordon one I think was a little more egregious. And then later in the game you have a much more obvious pass interference that goes without a flag, and that 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 bugged me. And there's still no guarantee they would have punched it in from the one yard line. I understand that, but they should no, have had first and goal from the one. <laughs> There's every guarantee they would have fumbled the ball somehow. That would that would have been the next thing. And they probably would have been in the shotgun again, which is really stupid. I thought they learned a lesson. I just why why can't you why can't you put them behind center? Just do a direct snap. Don't you have any plays for that? There's nothing to process. And and he's I don't know, six three. 225, whatever it is, yeah, I still, it still bugged me, the the fourth and goal call that they they handed off to Khalil Herbert. They ran into a heavy box, and not only did they run into a heavy box, they ran into a heavy box from the weak side of the offense. That Just that bugged me. Give the quarterback's legs are the best part of the Bears' offense. Let him use them. We have a tech zone for those of you out there. Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. 312-644-6767. We'll go back to an 847 texter. Rosie is complaining that the opening sucked. How ironic. Yeah. Well, so we kind of bring it up. 815, I haven't been listening to you guys for the last few Saturdays because of work, but today I told my boss I had to go to the doctor. Thanks, Dr. Rosenblum, for my weekly dose of weekly suckage. Sure, that's what we're here for, right? I don't know, A15, I don't know what sucks more, being at work and not listening to Saturday suckage or not being at work and listening to Saturday suckage. That's a tough call. Hmm. 847, 847 texture. Right now the Bears are two or three players away from being two or three players away. 
Bob and Arlington Heights. That's actually a good way of putting it. They're that's how yeah. far away they are. And I think we all understand that here. Right, but you can't I know part of it is hating stupid. Part of it is hating that it's so obviously maybe not stupid. Some of it's stupid, but some of it is just so ill equipped to play in the NFL when you come back to Justin Fields and you say he there was no touch on one wide open offense. There was a he hit a guy in the face mask with another. And and you, you had all those chances inside at inside the five. I mean, you you know how infuriating and how pathetic this is, even for a Bears offense? There's the the stat the site ops to stats. Tweeted out the Bears had a 61-yard drive to the five. There was the interception. 69-yard drive to the one, turnover on downs. 61-yard drive to the four, turnover on downs. No other NFL team in the last 30 years has had three drives in one game where they drove 60-plus yards to the five-yard line or closer, but scored zero points. Doesn't somebody who smacks of being an NFL quarterback at least go one for three? Doesn't? Doesn't? All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Trash Panda has gathered up something from Transition yesterday. Share with the class, Trash Panda. So for those who who didn't hear, Big Ant Heron, Anthony Heron, and... Chicago royalty Jarrett Payton filled in for Dan Bernstein and Lawrence Holmes yesterday. It was a phenomenal show. They had a great rapport together. During transition, Jarrett Payton got going a little bit about Justin Fields and the offense. And so, and, and I thought it was really good. So I marked it down and, we're, and we'll bring it back for the people. All right. There you go. Here's, here's uh, Ch- Chicago football royalty and Big Ann Heron, who is just terrific and, and wonderful to listen to and insightful. And remarkably calm when they're telling you, don't get mad, get angry, go sack somebody on the radio. And he's just a very thoughtful guy. So you're going to get Jared Payton next here on Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosenblum here. Saturday suckage. Trash Panda's back. Texter wants to know, Trash Panda, how was In-N-Out Burger? Did you go to In-N-Out Burger when you oh, ventured yeah. west? I did. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. Yes? I, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was fine. You know, it wasn't how anything you, like. How did you order it? Animal style? Three by three what? I got the animal, animal style fries, of course. And I just uh-huh. got I just got a regular cheeseburger. I wasn't that I wasn't all that hungry, but I wanted to try it. Pretty solid burger, you know. Yeah. They got all the regular fictions. They got the the animal sauce on there too, which was pretty pretty yeah. good. The animal style fries were were the best part. Those were great. The burger was nothing yeah. special. Like I think you can get a better burger at Five Guys, but no, you can't. Oh oh well, we disagree. Well, I'll yeah, have to try the do. three by we three disagree. at some point because I get I get like the full on big burger at Five Guys. So yeah. I was really only three there by for the three fries. animal, 
three by three animal style and and be, but you know what it just means more for me in a shorter line so <laughs> i don't really need everybody who wants to tell me this is stupid you don't it's overrated and that's fine please well, you grew do up not out go there, right? to in and out yeah, right. so, yeah, and, you grew up on the a, West Coast, so it's, it's you know it's a home game for me. Yeah, exactly. I get it. I get it. And I'm fine with people saying it's overrated. Don't go. The lines will be shorter. The weight will be less. I'm all about that. And the key to In and Out Burger is go for dinner. Don't go for lunch. Oh yeah, see, it's I was there crazy. For lunch. See, and it probably took you half an hour just actually. To no, tell it wasn't that bad. There wasn't really that bad no. of a line at all. Well, Denver was the place where I think people lined up. They they parked their cars and waited for an hour before they even opened the place. They were just <laughs> parked was... parked on the street on the shoulder, waiting for In and Out to open when they opened the first one in Denver. I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't crazy at all. Like we walked, we were able to walk in and walk right up to the register and order with basically no line. And then it took it's maybe good. ten or fifteen minutes to get our food. So okay. I and the. The drive-thru looked kind of lawn, but not like when you see here Portillo's around the block lawn. It wasn't like that. At least at least the time I went, which was one thirty or 2. Okay. All right. That works. I mean, on our trip out west, me and Brandon went to went to one in Kingman, Arizona, and, and dinner is the key because you just walk up, get it, and and it's it's simple as can be. That's the way it works. All right. So uh, we told you before the last break. That uh, that Trash Panda found something that that found something that will be enlightening as the football synergy and chemistry between Big Ann Heron and Jared Payton came worked yesterday in on the Bernstein and Holmes show in place of Bernstein and Holmes. So here's Jared Payton talking about Justin Fields. I'm going to tell you something just about as a running back. When I got to Tennessee, running they, the big the running play that they we always ran was outside zone, and we had to take our path and get to a tight end or a ghost tight end. And my coach would always tell me, "Don't make your decision until you get there." And I wanted to cut everything back, even when I probably shouldn't cut anything back because I didn't want to trust it. I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to cut it back and try to get here," and then I run I run into to one of the linebackers. And then next thing you know, you start to trust it a little bit. You get to that spot, and it's there for you to make your decision once you get there. And you're like, holy cow, now I see what, there's, what they're saying. With Justin, it comes down to this offensive line being so hot and cold all the time. That when he does have, doesn't have time to throw, he's the first thing is he's going to rely on his legs to get himself out of trouble. But then when there is time, he's also seeing a little bit of color that might flash his way and he's not either making the read, holding on the ball too long because he's not trusting into the guys that are in front of him. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to have that trust for him to be successful because we see at, in flashes. We do. We do. We see in flashes. And what you see is a quarterback who doesn't know what an open receiver looks like in the NFL. And you don't know what. You see a guy who doesn't know what trust looks like. You believe he's going to be there. He's going to be there. If you have to wait to see a guy open, it's too late. Jared Payton makes an excellent point there about the, the, the way judging the offensive line. And the offensive line has not been consistent, has not been great. Justin Fields can help his offensive line get rid of the ball. Luke Getze can help 
Justin Fields help his offensive line, calling plays that would virtually make him dump the ball off. All right, we're going to take this long handoff. That's what the West Coast offense is all about. Take the four yards, toss it off, take the four yards. Now it's second and six. Look at that. We got a lot of things to do on second and six. And I think we've we have all a lot seen, of options. And Rosie, I think we've all seen when the offense is able to stay ahead of the sticks, get into second and six, third and short, et cetera, it looks much better and much cleaner because asking the offense in its current state to constantly convert third and seven plus is is just too much for them at this point, right? Yeah. And and here's an interesting point made that I had not um not heard. Seven seven nine texter. Why did they sign a fullback if they aren't gonna use him at the goal line? I um I wonder, was Luke did did Getsy get asked that? Did Eberflus get asked that? I know Eberflus got asked about his Clear eyes, hearts full, can't lose meeting with Justin Fields. But what about actual deployment of personnel? Is there a reason when you're down there? Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's it. Russell Wilson, the cheesiest person on the planet. Boy, yeah. Boy, yeah. And if you get a chance to go look up what kind of Housey and Ciara have in Denver. Um, it's basically a county. They have an entire county in Denver. <laughs> I don't know if you passed by it. I probably did. did. You have, did you? Uh, do you know what yeah, part of the city would, it's in? I do not. He's not invited me over. Oh, well, that's a shame. And I I would expect him to do that, given given the... <clears throat> given the you know, I used to... I loved Russell Wilson. I loved him. I just thought he was wonderful. I was such a big fan. I thought he was so underrated. And now it's, oh, wow. Now that you get paid. Now I don't think getting paid was it. Like getting paid. I don't think it, it, he pulled an Eddie Jackson. I got paid. I'm got to be really careful now. I got, I can't play the way I did before. And he just got paid and it cost him bodies around him. And, and I just, he was, his, Perfect when he wasn't the guy. When he tried to be the guy, he threw an interception at the goal line on a Super Bowl that they should have won. And you know that's that's what his problem has become. He's constantly looking. You know, he he wants to win an MVP desperately. I think so. He's constantly looking to get the big play to up his stats rather than just playing within the offense, which is what he used to do. Right. That's it. Just you. The object of the exercise is to win. You play to win the game, right, Herm Edwards? Herm Edwards is the uh, Herm Edwards is the Samuel L. Jackson of football coaches, or now fired football coaches. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the rest of the show is going to look like this. At noon, Mark Grody will be here. What Mark heard, our near award-winning segment, segments. He will be here at noon. That will take up two segments. We will then... There's a cultural, there's a cultural moment. There are several, there's a cultural zeitgeist we will revisit in that hour. And then at one o'clock, Cam Ellis covers the Bears for the score. He will talk Bears, amazingly enough. We also have some audio from a wonderful baseball moment. And we will bring you Trent Dilfer on with Parkins and Spiegel yesterday, talking about the Bears' current quarterback dare I say, Bears interim quarterback. 
What are they doing for him? What can he do for himself? Trent Dilfer talks about that. And he talks about what Kurt Warner had to say about Justin Fields. So next, Mark Grody. This used to be his show, and now he'll be on this show. It's Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 